0: Hello and welcome to the Football Foundry, sponsored by Roughneck Scarves. I am your host, James, and I am joined as ever by Matthew. Hello. 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 Slightly later than usual. Recorded at nine o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. Hello.
1: Should be in bed, all sleepy, but <laughs> no. Look, this morning to do this, aren't
0: we? Yeah. <laughs> at least at least we can catch the Monday night football properly. It is. True. True. Yeah. So there is bonus to it. Yeah. But um I suppose we best dive straight into the Champions League from last week before this week starts. Mm-hmm. I've not used that in so long. We have actually taught Champions League football as well, and I've just not yeah, used it. No, you've been slacking at your job, mate. One I've been thing slacking. One thing. One thing. Yeah. I've been up since half six, so I, I've, I've had time. <laughs> oh, bless you. <laughs> right, so the biggest one of all was obviously Spurs against Man City. Yeah. At the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, Ooh. and they've still got a 100% record.
1: What a lovely ring to a stadium that is. The Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, it's
0: got, yeah. It's got vibes, hasn't it? Mm, the, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium.
1: We yeah, need to figure of better. Oh, the way for the yeah. sponsorship deal coming in. Ribena. <laughs> no, mate. Wine gums. Throws
0: it through Pastoral. <laughs> oh, God. Here he is. <laughs> wine gums. Yeah. Uh, you go and try and pitch that to Daniel Levy. Mm. <laughs> That'll go down well. But, yeah, Spurs 1 0 against City. We didn't see it coming, admittedly. I thought, um, especially when City got the penalty, which uh, weren't taken brilliantly no. by Aguero, but Luis saved it. Um, but, no, yeah, Spurs advantage.
1: Well, it's just 1 0, isn't it? So it's just half time in the tie. So that's, I'd probably still see City as favourites to get through. Yeah. So. Yeah, at the
0: Etihad, I'd see City getting two or three yeah. past Spurs. It just all depends on whether Spurs can maybe grab another goal or just hold on to this 1 0. But you're never going to hold on to a 1 0 against this city side. Exactly. So we'll see. We'll see. We shall indeed. But Liverpool cruised past Porto 2 0. And i I don't really see them struggling in uh, Portugal, to be honest.
1: Porto have got a bit of heritage in European football. I'm going to the drag for Liverpool won't be an easy task, but 2-0 on the way Liverpool are playing. They should be all right. Should
0: be Yeah, okay. I think I think they'll be fine. I don't think they'll get many goals. Um, I think Porto might come at them a little bit, but I think they'll deal with it quite comfortably. Yeah. And then the toughest one of all, obviously Man United have got to go out to Barcelona after uh, losing 1-0 at Old Trafford. But, Smalling did say he had a plan on how to deal with Messi when the draw was first announced. And that cheeky elbow to the face certainly uh, did the trick. It was a complete accident. Like, <laughs> a
1: complete accident, but if they caught him.
0: Big time, he like bust his nose yeah, and no. his eye, didn't he? Fair one. <laughs> that's one way to sort him out. <laughs> we need a plan to keep Messi quiet. Don't worry, Gaffer, I've got this. <laughs> it's, just set, it's just setting up a UFC feud
1: between the two
0: of them. Yeah, that's that's they're gonna be the next career moves. Chris Smalling's <laughs> career is already over, so when Messi retires, <laughs> <we're there. laughs> we'll we'll revisit that. But yeah, so who who do you think is going through out of all those? Obviously we think Liverpool's going through. Do you think Man United have got a chance against Barcelona? Got a chance, how big of a chance, though? That's the question.
1: I think United might get some out of it. It's right, there's, there's I, a part of me, yeah, I think that, we might that
0: thinks they're gonna do what they did to PSG, yeah, I'm thinking that. Um, where they get beat at home, which is bizarre getting beat at home and then going to their ground and beating them that's yeah. weird for me, but they've done it before so. Not to say they can't do it again, of course. and it's not like PSG have got a, a massively weaker side than Barcelona. No, because their attack's unreal, probably one at best there is at minute. Um, but yeah, it's like I could see them doing something. You know,
1: I think there's a there's a decent chance that United might get some out of this and potentially could progress.
0: Yeah, obviously the the obvious thing is Barcelona are just going to batter them, um, which could be expected. But yeah, yeah, I think that tiny little glimmer. They might get some. If they play at youngsters again as well, like they did against PSG, yeah. Barcelona won't have had time to look into them and see what they're all about. So that could be like a a, a good little thing to try, like what he did with oh, did it, well, Chong and Pereira yeah. and played all of them. And this
1: uh, this Barça team can be attacked on. Like they, they conceded the concede goals in La Liga, so it's like yeah. If if only United actually got a shot on target against them in this match, it might have been a different story, but. Yeah. United didn't play Definitely. that bad. It was just partly down to Ashley Young couldn't cross to save himself. And...
0: Yeah, he had a really bad game, didn't he? Like, yeah. really it was, bad. It was poor. Really bad. Maybe he's got the Mike Dean 100th red card case. Uh-huh. We all know it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> and what about Spurs City? Are you feeling City to go through?
1: I hope not, but yeah. I'd like to see Spurs get through.
0: I, I would like to see Spurs get through, just because they get closer to winning something because <laughs> the rest of the season just fell apart. Yeah, they but they've anything, not got Harry so. Kane. Delhi Ali looks unlikely as well. I know they play well without Kane. They're saying that, the like saying that Ali might be. It.
1: Ali will probably play, but we'll have a protective cast on his hand.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause it's only his hand in it. Yeah. But he did it against City in this game, didn't he? it? He did. Yeah. But, um, but no, I thought Ali had a really good game in this one, especially. But, yeah. oh. No, I don't know. It could be a close one. Closer than people think because City only played on Sunday. Yeah. And to be playing... Is it Tuesday that they play? Tonight? Uh, I can't even remember if it's tonight or tomorrow night when they play. It's tomorrow. It's tomorrow night, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, cool. Wednesday. Um, so, yeah, it's not much rest for them. Nice. Um, so, never know. Never know. know. Spurs have had the extra day rest. They might be able to get a jump on them. Maybe. But Premier League, we had a bit of a sigh rubber on a Sunday afternoon with uh, Liverpool facing Chelsea, and uh, Liverpool won 2-0. We thought there was going to be a slip. We thought there was going to be a slip. Technically, there was a slip because Andy Robertson slipped, but it meant nothing. Um, But this, believe it or not, Matt, this is Liverpool's first win against Chelsea at Anfield in all competitions into a 4-1 win back in 2012. That's mad that isn't it that when is you think about mad, it.
1: But obviously, Chelsea were they've probably become a force really these last couple yeah. of seasons. Chelsea were yeah. a force back in 2012 and yeah. like a few seasons after. So I can understand it, but this it, it is, is crazy hearing, to think hearing about what it. the two clubs are at right now. It's like, wow.
0: Yeah. So times are definitely changing. But um, for Chelsea, Adoy and Loftus Cheek get a start. Yay. But Loftus Cheek had a brilliant game as well. Despite the result, it was really yeah. heavily involved in Chelsea's build up play. That's good. So yeah. hopefully, see a bit more from him and uh, get Lord Loftus back into that England set. <laughs> we love a bit of Lord Loftus drink um, <laughs> with Commander Callum. <laughs> yeah, Commander Callum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God. Right. (laughs) That's thrown me. So the first goal, the first one, let's talk about the first one before we even get on to that second one. Lovely worked goal from Liverpool for the opening one. Uh, There was the the little nutmeg from um, Firmino back into Salah for the quick one-two. Then Henderson lofts it over the top to the back post. And Mane just taps it in. The Chelsea defence were literally a mess at this point because they really worked through them very well. Obviously, um, they've been
1: stretched at this point because the, they've gone down the right hand side. flank because yeah, able to get yeah, yeah. across. But yeah, um, good following in by Mane. Good header. Kepper had zero chance because he was getting pulled left, right, and centre because yeah. of the movement. So it was always going to struggle. But yeah, it really worked well. Goal by Liverpool.
0: Yeah, a, lo- a lot of people have been saying that Chelsea should have dealt with it defensively. But when you, mm. like when you say you pulled over to the right and then you suddenly back over to the left. Yeah. Fair enough. As could have maybe stuck to the man on the back post a bit better. But you could also argue that Kepa could have come out and dealt with it and just reached an hand at it to punch it.
1: It's all good saying these sort of things in hindsight, but it's a completely exactly. different matter during the heat of the moment, isn't it? Yeah, so, when,
0: when it's all going on and yeah. literally you, they've skipped three players, you're naturally going to pull across and think, right, I've got to try and stop this now. Stop the cross, stop um, the cross, stop the cross, yeah. yeah that, that's your first mentality. But then it's obviously dinked over, which is lovely by Anderson because how many players would you know just shot there? Yeah. Or at least try just playing it across ground or something. I would have. Um, but Henderson's involvement now going forwards is, like, is getting improvement week on week as well, I think.
1: No, agreed, mate. Agreed.
0: Like, he's he's doing really well at the minute because of Fabinho, obviously, cementing himself in first team now. Yeah. Henderson doesn't have to sit back as much, so he's got freedom to go off and.
1: Absolutely, because obviously, off. Fabinho has become Liverpool's um, Fernandinho sort of deal, so it's just. It's yeah. just- Coast and he's always in that spot. And I think the only, I think the other person that midfield's probably got a guaranteed start at the moment is Gino Wijnaldum because he's probably been their best. he on fire.
0: Team. So been on fire. So it's just a case of
1: Henderson, Milner, Volana, Nebby Keita all going for one position in that midfield. I believe now. So
0: yeah, and Nebby Keita has not been quite as much as what they thought it'd be. Thought,
1: you get that sometimes with these people coming from different yeah. leagues. I know people tend to say the Bundesliga is quite a similar sort of style to the Premiership, but still, different teammates, different. But I think you'll get a better season over of him next season. I think it's just it's oh yeah, getting, definitely once he's season. settled.
0: Yeah, it's it's like Klopp's man management thing we we're on about a few weeks ago, where he pulls someone out and he'll keep them out of the team until he feels like they're ready. Maybe you just got to do that with Key a bit more, yeah. just get him settled into environment, knowing how he wants them to play. And then it's slowly introducing back in. I've seen it with Fabinho, and it's where it wonders. Absolutely. So, but that second goal, yeah. oh, Jesus Christ! It it sort of came out of nowhere. But you know the most beautiful thing about this it's touch. is not only was it <laughs> two, not not only was it two minutes after the opening goal. Yeah. It was the fact of where he shot from. The camera angle was beautiful.
1: Yeah, oh, it was good goal. It was it's like, like oh. He's definitely not been it's a like
0: one-season wonder, safe to say. Like... Yeah. He's <laughs> it's, it's not quite been at the form that he was last season with his goal scoring. It, it's it's had only, a few... only because it... the goals have
1: gone throughout the squad more. Yeah, they've spread only out a reason. lot.
0: Mane's stepped up as well. Yeah. So, I, I wouldn't even complain about it. Like, if he can still produce <laughs> moments like that, then why is it a problem? It's not a problem. Like, he's still he's still winning your games. You've got Mane as well, who's literally on fire. Um at the moment for goals like I won't complain you've got two potential world beaters there no? yeah,
1: absolutely mate
0: like, and then Firmino with his um, feeding in play like look at that backflip backflip <laughs> backheel <laughs> Back heel, They did the nutmeg yeah he did a backflip um, backheel wow <laughs> imagine that that would be unreal that would be cool um, but no yeah it's a very dangerous front three um, I would not complain one bit but Salah's goal was unbelievable um... Like, that actually made me leap up in like, whoa. Like Jesus Christ. This it was is insane. Absolutely tasty goal, like. Yeah, really was. It, it did whoever it was. Was it Louise or Emerson or someone? I think it was yeah. Emerson. Because he really struggled to deal with Salah all game. Really struggled. Um but then did him, put it on his left and just hit it. Even Salah couldn't believe it had gone in. <laughs> yeah, it was good. But the, the flight of the ball was perfect. Like it was just destined to go in. Yeah, it was good, mate. Really good. Yeah, but then Chelsea did have a late flurry um, Hazard was seriously unlucky in this game to be honest because he should have scored at least two goals was, yeah yeah, he was played down the middle to and start with and he couldn't get into the oh. game because Van Dijk were dealing with him, Fabinho were dealing with him and then um, when Higuain came on he got moved to Flanks yeah. and it works a lot better for him because he's got more space a bit more yeah. freedom and then he got his two chances, which you was just talking about then. The nail in the post, which were really unfortunate. Yes. And then um, the one that he hit straight at Alisson, which he dealt with quite easily. Should have done a bit better there, but yeah. oh well. But no, it's it's strange that he did start with Hig, uh, with Hazard yes. down the middle. Because you need someone to sort of occupy um, Van Dijk. And Hazard's not your man to do that. Hazard's Hazard, not an out-and-out striker. Would, and
1: start with he needs, no, he needs the space. Not. He needs to be able to run at people. He needs to. To be fair, he kind of needs to bit of like a free role just so he can pop in pockets and stuff like yeah. that. It's not it because if he's a, if he's a central striker, he's going to be a focal point for the defenders and the centre backs. So with Virgil, will just stand on him. So it's like he's not going to get any joy whatsoever. Yeah. So exactly.
0: And I've seen a stat. I don't know how right. true it is, but I've seen a stat that in the last year. There's been no-one that's beat Van Dijk on a one-on-one on one in a defensive mate. situation. Yeah, That is unbelievable. If that is true, I'm not 100% sure. I just sort of glanced past it. I, I didn't really take much notice of it. But if that is true, that is unbelievable. Yeah, it's,
1: it's brilliant. Like, It's the world's best defender. I know you think Varane yeah. is,
0: but it's not. On current form, <laughs> Van Dijk definitely is. But I like I Varane. boy. But as soon as he goes to United, to me, Van Dijk is the best defender in the world. <laughs> okay. Because as a centre-back, if you move to United, your career is over, essentially. Because <laughs> the wheels are falling off that olibus, but we'll talk about that later on. Um, <laughs> we'll move on to something else, Matt. Okay. But before we go anywhere... Yes.
1: This just got weird very quickly.
0: <laughs>
1: Don't know what you're suggesting here. <laughs> You've just had a kid. Behave.
0: <laughs> I'm just in the mood, man. <laughs> I'm just in the mood. But not Ashley Barnes' little cheeky peck. <laughs> oh, well, he tried it on twice with him, to be fair. It looked right, yeah. but... <laughs> it, it was brilliant. Oh, no, like, I've never seen it before. Uh, no, Brilliant. Best way to wind someone up,
1: that sort of thing laughing at people and yeah. like that, like, oh no, that would, that would soak it underneath your skin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course it would. It it will do all sorts of because 'cause it'll be in your head like, why has he kissed me? Like what what's that? That's the thing is though and it'll like, also wind him up. In the initial
1: in the initial foul, actually Barnes did nothing wrong. The other guy the other guy half dude, I can't remember who it was right now, but is it Joe Bennett? Could have been. I oh I think it was. I yeah. think it was. Joe Bennett goes through him. And it's like the foul straight off the bat. Then Joe Bennett then gives him afters. It's like, right, after, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I give think, I think actually kiss. Barnes left his foot up when he was like the rollover from the foul or something. He studied it. I don't know, but yeah,
0: yeah then Barnes- Either way, it's the best way of sin to deal with like conflict. Just give him a cheeky kiss. Yeah. Amen. Peck, Peck on nose, job. Make done. love, not war. Yes, make love, not war. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably the best analogy ever. But, in hindsight, Burnley-Cardiff, really massive fixture. Can't believe it was only a three o'clock game. I'd have liked to have seen it on TV, to be honest, but uh, hey-ho, because I don't see me travelling to Burnley to go and (laughs) watch it.
1: It's not too far from up uh, here, Burnley.
0: True, true, for yourself it's not. But... Yeah, Burnley 1-2-0. Um, Cardiff have lost the last six of their last seven Premier League games, so it's going to take a serious uplift to keep them up. But the one thing that is quite good for them is Brighton. Their form is certainly something that needs to capitalise on. Yeah. But um, the next game's coming up for Cardiff. Get this, there's some tasty ones here. Yeah. So their next game is Brighton yeah. tonight, Tuesday yeah. night. So that is crucial that they get a win out of that, yeah. and if they do, they need to keep going because they have got Liverpool mm-hmm. at home at the weekend, which is going to be a very tough Probably one. Best of but
1: <laughs> but game after
0: imagine if Neil Warnock's men were the ones to halt Liverpool title hopes, oh. that would be incredible. You, Just imagine cheeky, you imagine the season? You imagine the season? Just a cheeky 1-0 win or even a draw. Oh, Just I'll anything. Draw. That would be unreal. And then they've got Fulham away, which is a winnable game. Definitely. Then they've got Palace and then Man United in the final two games. So I'd definitely say there's nine points there up for grabs if they can perform against Brighton, Fulham and yeah. Palace. They could be winnable games. United and Liverpool, they might get the odd point. Maybe even pull out with shock and get a win. You never know, but there's nine points of grabs. They're definitely. They've
1: definitely got a chance. Still, definitely yeah. still not out of it. So
0: I'd say as long as they can get the win tonight against Brighton, they could. I definitely think if they lose
1: up. tonight, it's pretty much game set and match. It's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: If they lose tonight, it's curtains. Definitely,
1: well, I agree. The way Brighton played at the weekend, Cardiff should be fancying themselves <laughs> in this match. Cause Brighton, Brighton got awful at the weekend.
0: Well, let's let's just talk about yeah, that one now then. Well, makes sorry, sense. Yeah. So Brighton, Bournemouth, five nil. No one actually saw this coming. I don't think. Uh, but what a game from Bournemouth, and it it was certainly helped by a terrible performance oh, from God. Brighton. There was a knockout, art, stupid ta- tackle, getting that was frustrated, a red card.
1: There was no sense in it. It, was, like,
0: it came on. It, it was came bolting on from off camera.
1: Yeah, like the ball had gone. It was like a revenge tackle for something. Because
0: yeah. Oh, the game good. was only 2-0 at this point as yeah, well. Yeah, it's costed. So it's not it's away costed, from you.
1: Cost him. Yeah. It.
0: Chris Houghton didn't even look at him when he walked down the tunnel. So. He just didn't want anything to do with it about it. But it's even it's you could even see in like Brighton fans, Brighton players, they were all like, he's oh, idiot. Yeah. Stupid. Absolutely stupid. But speaking of Brighton, their next games that they have coming up. See, this is why I think Cardiff might just nick it. Because... Obviously, they play Cardiff tonight, Tuesday. Yeah. Then they've got Spurs, then they've got Newcastle, then they've got Arsenal, and then they've got Man City. You missed out Wolves now, as well,
1: mate.
0: Oh yeah, Wolves as well. Sorry, You're sorry. They got Cardiff Wolves. to
1: Spurs. They got Wolves. In yeah, Cardiff
0: them. Wolves Spurs Newcastle Arsenal then Man City. So I mean, they are a lot tougher than what Cardiff have got. Fair enough, they could get points against Newcastle. The Cardiff one, I really don't know if um. I really don't know how that's going to go down. I'm hoping Cardiff win because I prefer Cardiff to stay up. I love Chris Houghton and the job that he's actually done at Brighton. I'm but... Glenn Murray. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'd love Cardiff to try and get themselves stayed yeah. up. They got the win tonight. I oh. do like... To be
1: fair, I do like Cardiff because everyone loves Neil Warnock. So...
0: Yeah. Another season. We can do another season and Neil in prim. Of course we can. We can. Of course we can. Even if they do finish rock bottom next season, we've got a full season of it next I know. season. I know. So either way, the fans have been amazing. <laughs> it's all I'm, about the oh, fans. The fans are been loving it this
1: season. It's, been, just, it's just been good to be. Uh, it's just been grand. If we could stay up in Premier League, oh, <laughs> it would be, be great oh, for the fans. <laughs> I'll get special tea
0: from Sharon. It'd be great night for us. Great night. <laughs> oh, dear. But now how many of these games do you see Brighton winning? Obviously, they've got Newcastle. Newcastle safe now quite yeah. easily. Um, but I don't know. Do you think Newcastle will go a bit softer now they're safe? Or do you think they'll keep going and pushing? Uh, I think they need to keep
1: the momentum going. Yeah. Just to get themselves... I,
0: the I, could, see, I could potentially see Brighton losing the majority of these games quite easily. Uh, Cardiff.
1: Meh. Wolves. Well, Wolves got beat by Southampton also, which is an odd yes. one for me. Spurs. She yes. ever get beat. Newcastle. Nah. Arsenal. Bro. Arsenal, I still I still think they've got that hit or missing them. So the potential It's Arsenal it's the there. away
0: form for Arsenal that uh, that's hindering them. Yeah. Like I I just don't know. I like it's that just that horrible away form, they can't do it. Yeah, so we'll just have to see about that one. Yeah. But then Man City, they're gonna get battered by City, let's like Yeah. yeah. So, I think they're going to struggle big time. So, come on, Cardiff, if you've got this. I know. Full well, sight. Uh, and then Friday night, football had Leicester-Newcastle. But uh, they'd managed to pick out a 1-0 win. Yeah, Quite um, quite a big result for Newcastle, especially considering Leicester's recent form. But, as we alluded to before, that means Newcastle are now safe. They've passed the 40-point mark. Um, but Rafa is out of contract in the summer. Do you think he's going to stay or go?
1: It's whether he gets um, some actual backing, maybe. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I think that's key. If he got the backing, he'd definitely stay. But I also think as well, I know it sounds daft, but he's had so many opportunities in the past to leave and he hasn't. So I wonder if there's like a little bit of a connection with the club that he's got and the fans. Because the fans do adore him because he has made the best possible scenarios out of the worst possible scenarios, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I get that.
0: Like, he's got a lot out of a team that would struggle in the championship. Yeah. Like, there's, it's just amazing what he's actually done for the club. So the fans obviously love him, even if they do go to places like Brighton and pick up a draw or Huddersfield and lose. Like, they, they're still doing a decent job with what they've got. Um. If they did sort out those little kinks in the results, yeah, who knows where they'd actually be? They'd be challenging like Watford and Wolves for the positions they're at at the minute. I know. So incredible job he's done there. So I'd hope that he'd stay on, um, just for Newcastle. I hope he does because cause I like
1: I like Rafa being in the Premiership and I yeah. think I like him being at Newcastle as well because I think Newcastle has potential to be a, a good, good side. Fit. It's just as long <laughs> as they... to be fair if we if, if Mike Ashley. Actually dust the Cobwebs off his checkbook in the summer, there might be potential to get a couple of good players in there, it'll be a complete game changer for that team.
0: Yeah. It's it's just all this case about selling club and stuff in it though. Like is it is it gonna come through or is it just gonna be another ploy to not spend more money? Yeah, like know. it needs sorting. Um But I suppose it's just a waiting game if he'll sign a new contract. There has been talks that he's gonna sign a long term deal. Because he only ever did the short stints, didn't he? And yeah. then renewed every time. Um, But I wonder if he's maybe had a word with Ashley, like you say, and Ashley's prepared to spend some money because he's done it consistently now. He's, he's kept him safe two seasons in a row, and Rafa can now turn around and say, "Look, kept him safe. With these players, I need these, 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 and these, and then I'll stay with you." Because obviously
1: right. he spent a little bit on Almeron, if but yeah. And they've got some good players I in that team because Lesel's really probably it. one of the best centre-backs in the league. Tell, that, that don't yeah, mean I don't think that's a stretch. I don't think that's a stretch. at is, all is saying a good that. center back, yeah. um, They still need a... I like Rondon, but I think they need more than that up front. I know Iosi Perez has been nicking him with the They need ball, a runner
0: off Rondon.
1: Which it probably could be Perez, but I just don't know. I think they just need a little bit more up there. Like, yeah. Like, what teams are getting relegated this season? Huddersfield, Fulham. <laughs> they might get Mitrovic back. I
0: doubt it. Yeah. But yeah, Huddersfield, Fulham. Mitrovic has been in and out at Fulham team. They don't even know they're starting 11. Uh, Huddersfield, their strikers have been. The only player I even like from that
1: Huddersfield team is Aaron Moy, and he's had a quiet season, to be truthful. Very quiet. Keepers,
0: very, I, very I, quiet. I, I quite like
1: the keeper. I think.
0: Um, Lossell. Lossell's
1: alright. all right, he's all right yeah, keeper. Good keeper. rest of that team, there's not really much I, a salvage. I liked,
0: I liked Philip Billing and um, yeah. Jonathan Hogg. I thought they were alright, but. I don't know, it's just not worked from this season. Not worked.
1: And obviously pick the pick the players from Cardiff or whoever and thing is though yeah. Rondon's still alone, isn't he? They don't even own him. They'll have to purchase him in exactly. the summer if they want to keep him. Yeah. So Or they get Dwight Gale back.
0: Oh God. Keep Rondon. Keep yeah. Rondon. <laughs> Um, and then we had Spurs versus Huddersfield at the Tottenham Hotspur Football Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> and Bronfrey. Lucas... Maynard. yeah, Maynard. Lucas, Maynard Lucas, becomes, Lucas becomes the first player to get a hat-trick at the Maynard <laughs> Manor. Um, and it was a lovely one as well. All very well-taken yeah. goals. Real good goals, actually. Yeah. Top draw stuff. I know it's only against Huddersfield. Yeah, was, he, lot
1: seems to, he, to, he seems to play really well when there's not other people available, if you know what I mean. When he's got the line yeah. light like, up top, he steps up. He steps up. Yeah obviously Kane and Son were both missing, I think, from this game. So it was mostly... Son came on uh, towards
0: the end, didn't he? I think. Obviously,
1: there's no Delielli as well. But yeah, Lucas but he, re-
0: up. he really loves the big occasion. And you know what? If if um, Poch can get Lucas to buy into the fact that you're not going to start week in week out, but you're my second option, like you're going to be my game changer that if I'm going to bring on. It just depends
1: on the formation that he uses. To be fair, because yeah. I think you could still play Lucas alongside Kane and Son. They have Ericsson and, a, and an anchor next to him, like one yeah. armour. I, I, I do think, think it would work.
0: Yeah. Like, Lucas, for me, is is a very versatile player. He can sort of play anywhere across that front. Yeah. Admittedly, he wouldn't do as good a job all across the front. But um, it it's just got a good finish on him. And if he can get himself into that space, that little bit of opportunity, he'll take it and he'll score. Absolutely. So applaud it for him and Wanyama's goal was a good one as well yeah it was so, but no, yeah, expected result really for Spurs there but um, quite a shocking result was Southampton like you said earlier beating Wolves 3-1 yeah. and it's a big three points for save, Saints that and I've got all faith in Southampton and has Hassan <laughs> this is my boy Hasenhutl but I, I like to think they're safe now Yeah, Do you? yeah yeah like, I'm happy with I, that I think, they, I think they've done the job Um, Maybe pick up a few more points, another couple of wins, something like that coming up Um, and then they're definitely safe. But I honestly think to keep an eye out on these next season because I do expect big things and um, quite a couple of big signings as well in the summer because as we've said loads of times, they've already got a really good squad. Imagine adding to that and getting that competition in there as well.
1: Yeah, I think it's a similar sort of deal to Newcastle. But I'm, honestly, I'd say Southampton's probably still got the better squad right now than Newcastle. But yeah, if they get a couple more definitely. players in, they'll push on mid-table. I like yeah, season. I think with players, this guy in charge.
0: Yeah, players like Redmond, um, James Bertrand Ward, as well. Prowse, Yeah, be if about... they had a bit of competition behind them oh. and someone knocking on the door saying, I'm coming for your players, yeah, yeah. they'll step up. Because Redmond's hit and miss. Not gonna lie, so's Bertrand yeah, as well. Yeah, I get that. Bertrand can go three or four games and be unreal, but then he'll go two months and not really be noticed. Yeah, I get that. Like if he's got someone behind him knocking at doors saying, "Look, I'm a young, upcoming player. I'm coming for your spot," he'll he'll essentially just go out there week in, week out and perform to the best of his abilities. Yeah. Um, which is sort of what they've done with Man City as well. They've got players back up in each position. Barfin and Fernandino as we see week in, week out. Hmm. <laughs> but um, it keeps them pushing and striving to be the best that they can. So I think big things from Southampton next season.
1: Yeah, yeah. agreed, mate.
0: Big things. another quite shock... I'll start that again because I don't even know what happened. Uh, another quite shocking result was Fulham beating Everton 2-0. Just so... Considering Everton's recent yeah. form, that is quite a big shock.
1: I was just going to say though, it still kind of sums up Everton season.
0: Yeah. This. um, right. It's like the hot water tap's been running all season long, and you get a little glimpses of hot water now and again. But you, <laughs> realistically, you've emptied tank, so there's there's not much left in there. So it's just yeah. cold water now. Uh, That's a good analogy. Yeah. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Might not catch on, but, but yeah, it, no, I understand uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I suppose it's the fact that Fulham have not really got anything to lose either. Well Fulham haven't, they can play with all the
1: freedom in the world, they're done. So they might as well just try and enjoy exactly. it and just give the fans something a bit to celebrate.
0: Yep. And it's also the case of maybe the big money players trying to perform well to earn themselves a summer transfer back into the Premier League, maybe.
1: Yeah. Cause so there is like the a dis- babble. Yeah, he looked decent in this game, to be fair.
0: Yeah. He'll be going to Southampton before you know it. his hair match? Yes, that would be quite good. That would actually fit quite well, his hair in Southampton. <clears throat> but yeah, Everton need to pick it up big time because um, patchy form ain't good. Ain't going to keep your job either. No. But Man United were very lucky against West Ham as well. Uh, two penalties yeah. and West Ham were really unlucky to not get something out of the game yeah. they were the better side even Oli said so himself but they unfortunately conceded two penalties and the disallowed goal that Hernandez scored yeah. is it Hernandez? yeah no it was no. Anderson wasn't no, it? yeah Anderson um, for the offside goal should have stood because uh, Delot was playing him yeah. on so. but yeah unlucky West Ham unlucky
1: um, Pogba didn't do stupid penalties either say again sorry Pogba didn't do his stupid run up
0: oh yeah he's a little, little uh, 30,000 step oh. penalty
1: now it's just down to 10,000
0: <laughs> no yeah that's um quite strange that maybe Ollie's told him to cut it out yeah. has he had a penalty under Ollie uh, I don't know actually I don't know I don't think he has you know I can't think of one I'm not sure. Because Rashford took the one in the Champions League, didn't he? Because Pogba was suspended yeah. against PSG and it was Rashford that yeah, took Rashford it and took scored it. it. So I don't think Pogba's had apparently under Oli. I think he might be doing that to mug Mourinho off in some way, know. shape oh God, or form. I don't know. I don't know about
1: that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i just always go down I that know, really. do. He's just always mugging Mourinho off. He's scored six goals since Mourinho's been gone. He's mugging him off. Uh, <laughs> But it was good to see Lanzini as well, getting some decent game time under his belt. Yeah, obviously because
1: he's he's he's, uh, he's, he's a good little injury. talented footballer. He's just and he had obviously yeah. just coming back from a bad injury. So
0: well, they they had Lanzini and um, the signing that they made, uh, Yarmolenko, yeah. both with lengthy injuries. Um, but if they can work their way back into the team for next season yeah. as well, obviously Yarmolenko were a bit of a bit part player. Um, sort of brought on late on in the game sort of thing. Yeah. But Lanzini's a brilliant talent. And if you can get him, Anderson, uh, Arnautovic, even Snodgrass as well to an extent, all performing to the yeah. best. You that never is. know. Could be damage. Then we have Palace City. Um, there was a bit of a scary moment in this one, though, because Palace obviously got that, got their goal. And City were a bit like, oh, God, what's... Um... What's gonna happen now? But then Jesus wrapped it all up. Six, Thank God. Job done. Thank God. But I liked Sterling's goal. The um the little side foot into bottom corner. It was alright, like. When it when fired it at him and for him to sort of like just bend it into that bottom corner. That took a lot of skill, that I thought. You know, to keep it yeah, under that... control and to keep it low.
1: I I get that, mate. So, no, it
0: was, was a good hit. Yeah. Uh, Man City have now scored 150 goals in all competitions this season. The second time a team has managed to do so in top-flight history. Who was the other side, Matt? Do you know? City. It was indeed Man City back in 2013-14 scoring 156 goals. Only two teams have done that. That's mad. They probably beat that record as well you think maybe Liverpool might have done it, you know, in their 13, 14 season when they were smashing it with Suarez. And, uh...
1: Oh, the thousand times that United won the title.
0: Yeah. So... You'd have thought someone else could have done that in all competitions, but maybe not. Not everyone plays Burton Albion and scores nine, though, do they really? True. True Is it that... nine that they scored?
1: Yeah. Then one yeah. nil in the return leg. Like...
0: Yeah. Bizarre, <laughs> but OK. <laughs> <laughs> And then obviously Monday night football, because we're recording on a Tuesday morning. This has actually happened now. It isn't live currently. Uh, and it was Watford-Arsenal. Now, I'd have had draw written all over it, if not a Watford win. Yeah. Um, just because of Arsenal's away form. But Ben Foster thought, you know what? I want Arsenal to finish in Champions yeah. League spots. So I'm going to throw it at uh, Bamian and let him score.
1: Still upset that the United
0: got rid of him. <laughs> He's had a really good season, Ben Foster. He's as well. a good keeper, that's, that's why. Yeah. He has got a mistake in him, though. Yeah. I hence, feel it. he always why he didn't has last one. at United. Yeah. He always has a mistake in him, and this is it for this season. Um, but as I say, because Arsenal are root back into the top four. Uh, I believe they played a game less than Chelsea as well. Yeah. So, I think so. it's looking all right for them. As long as they can sort out of this away form, because the majority of the games they've got left are away um they could could find themselves signed top four come season. Yeah. But Troy Deeney getting a red card as well for his naughty little elbow, which was fully intentional. Yeah.
1: Troy, as he runs past, you can does see have...
0: the little flick. Yeah, Troy does have this in his locker. So, Yes, he does. He does indeed have it in his locker. Um, quite brutal locker as well it's yes. full of uh, knuckle dusters and <laughs> and knives and <laughs> Troy Meaney as we used to call him <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah that is all of the Premier League football, just quick mention to Ipswich as well in the Championship uh, getting relegated, first team across all the football leagues to get relegated obviously not the Premier League but the football leagues uh, okay. Ipswich are gone First time in seventeen years, I want to say.
1: That's a very random
0: guess number
1: for saying that.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure they've been in the championship for around seventeen years. Yeah. Could be wrong on that. But they did used to be in the I'm Premiership because
1: they they put the record nope. for them for the biggest defeat in the Premiership. Yeah, Nine-nil so that could have
0: been that could have been eighteen years ago, Matt, when they got relegated. I think that was about
1: 90. When was that being? United Smacks. Andy Cole got five that day. 96, 97, 98, sort of that sort of time frame. But I don't know. Can't remember.
0: Possibly. Because I think. Was Andy Cole not signed because Deion Dublin was injured because he broke his neck or something?
1: Well, they signed Andy Cole for 7 mil from Newcastle in the season after. Was it the season where Keegan lost the pot or was it the season after Keegan lost the pot? Can't remember.
0: Oh well, either way, yeah. um it happened and Ipswich have been in the championship for quite a long yes. time now. Back to the original um, <laughs> and now they've been relegated, so um it's it's weird because a couple of seasons ago they were pushing for playoffs as well, weren't they? No. Like they God had a really faith. good season. Yeah. So they were adamant they didn't want to stick with him. Mm. And uh it's got down, 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 down. <laughs> I think they'll do quite well in League One, though. Yeah, it should so be fine. It should bounce I, back. I think they'll come. Yeah, I think they'll come back up. But it's time to talk about our team of the season, the football foundry team of the season. We've already got Alison yep. in nets, right? So, um, now we did right back, and we put it up to the vote, and I picked Matt Doherty. Matt also wanted to pick Matt Doherty because he's been unbelievable this season for Wolves. But we had to throw someone else in there to obviously make it a pull. Otherwise, it would have been Matt Doherty against Matt Doherty. And I think Matt Doherty (laughs) would have won it. Um, So Matt picked Trent Alexander-Arnold as a sort of second best player that's been this season. And uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold has only gone and won it um, we thought we'd, we'd have faith in uh, the footballing brains of people out there, but apparently um, Trent Alexander Arnold is in our team of the season. I'm not happy about it. I don't know about you, Matt. No. I do like Trent. Yeah. Uh, just, let's wipe. clear this up. We love Trent. Yeah. Trent is amazing. But for the team of the season, Matt Doherty has got to be in that. But we're going to have to just roll with what the listeners have said. So... Stupid
1: listeners. <laughs> don't mean
0: it. So, anyone that voted for Matt Doherty, get in touch and we'll send you a bag of Maynard wine gums. Um, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Trent Alexander Arnold is our right back in the team of the season. But Matt Doherty, I'm always going to mention you every time we mention who the right back is. Don't you worry? Yeah, because I know you're listening. Yeah, um, big fan. <laughs> so Matt, we need another position to put up for the votes. Oh.
1: well it's well we might as well just keep on defensive route but whether we're going centre back go. or left back.
0: Hmm ah, see whichever one we go, it's gonna be another Liverpool player. I know. So shall we move away from it and pick a different position completely so we get someone different than a Liverpool player? Okay. What
1: position is safe where we can't get Liverpool player, though? Well, I'd
0: say... Right, how about this? I'd say left wing, right? But you can't include Mane or Salah because we'll save them for the other wing, Yeah.
1: Oh okay, yeah, okay, I see what you're doing. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. you see what I I'm see doing.
0: doing. All them Liverpool players are like and Barney, the best it, the world. Oh, so, do- You're gonna put, you're gonna have to vote against them, power <laughs> Soz. <laughs> but for left wing, I'm gonna pick obviously Raheem Sterling. Son, son,
1: son. There Jung we go.
0: Min. There we go. And do you know what is quite funny? If we both actually pick. Uh, Salah and Mane for the right wing. Maybe Hazard might get a bit upset, so one of them two might have to um drop out as well. Never we'll know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So it is Sterling against Son, and that is quite a tasty little match up. Uh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Um, Sterling's obviously been unreal, and so Son consistently. And one other thing you got to take into account with Son as well is he went off to do the Cup of Nations as well. Yeah. The Af- not the African Cup of Nations, the Asian Cup, whatever it is. Yeah. Um he went off to go and do that. And he still came back and he's still firing on all cylinders. So give the guy a bit of credit. Um but yeah, then then polls will be up on the Twittles and the Facebooks. Um and Matt is gonna tell you how to find it on Facebook. Uh Football Foundry. And if you were head on Twitter and type in the handle at Footy Foundry, there you'd find the polls to vote on. So do go and vote for either Raheem Sterling or Hyun Ming-son, whichever one you think deserves a place in the team of the season. Um, But that is everything from us. You can also head to our pretty little website, which is... www.thefootballfoundry.com Brilliant. And you can... Uh, check out our partners, I almost lost where I was then, the Beautiful Game Network. They're, they have a whole host of footballing podcasts to suit your needs. You can find them on Twitter by searching for... At BGNFM. Brilliant. And finally, a huge thank you to our pa- sponsors, this one. Sponsors. Roughneck Scarves. <laughs> they are the official scar supplier of the MLS, USL, US Soccer. And get yourself so, a wow. custom mid scarf for your team at com. Boom. And one more thing, Matt, before we go. So you know how um, Trent Alexander-Arnold is in our team of the season. Yes. He now has the Football Foundry seal of approval. <laughs> uh, the seal is back. <laughs> it is back, but we're going to have to say bye now because Matt's not going to say another word for the rest of this episode, so thank you very much for listening everyone, take care and we will be with you next week Any comments, Matt? Any any comments?
1: Hashtag anyone but Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of BritPodScene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.